Hey, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey, Aries, you heard about that new uh, podcast app called Anchor? I sure did, Andy. Guess what? It's time to pay some bills. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And they have tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And we know you know about that money, Jew boy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download your Anchor app now for free, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started today. Can you feel it, baby? That money? Yeah. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit on me, you hear? Oh, I got a live one here. So uh, we'll just have this conversation, then we'll start the show. But I was going to say, I called it uh, begrudgingly polite is what what I'm calling Chicago now. Right. Because they have a kind of an attitude, Mm -hmm. but they want to stay polite because that's their Midwest character. Right. So they... And and, if, and when I say anything on stage that is kind of off to them, mm-hmm. instead of being like, it, it's it's like they just start quiet and politely quiet instead of aggressive about it or mad about it. I, I don't know. I just found I just find the Midwest to be boring. Anyway, we're in, uh, ladies and gentlemen. This is uh, we're back. Now this would be the appropriate place to play. The boys are back in town. Yeah, this would be because given the circumstances of last week. Uh, we are back in town. The boys are back in town. And the town is Chi-Town, though. Yes, Chicago. Chicago. We, uh, we, we're back here, but we're not actually in Chicago. We're in Schaumburg, the suburb of Chicago. Chicago side bitch. It is. We're, we're in the side bitch city of Chicago. It, it, it's its little piece off. To the, uh, off. I mean, it ain't, no, ain't a whole lot of niggas here. The niggas that come... To the Schomburg Improv coming from the city. Um, so yeah, Schomburg, Chicago, baby. It's you know it's fine though. It's not. It's nice. The little mall's nice. It's just boring. I missed you, sugar. <laughs> <laughs> Last week, dude. You don't understand what you don't. What you? What's the saying? You don't know what you have till it's gone. And uh, you know, I was at uh, was it the Improv or the Funny Bonus? It's the Improv, right? Yeah, Connecticut. I don't. I don't know. What I the, think it's improv in Connecticut, um, Manchester to be exact. Um, and you know we've been on the road now doing this for over a year. Yeah. So this was like I think maybe my second time where we weren't. Well, no, I, I missed the podcast one time. Right, you missed the podcast. Yeah, right. There's been a couple times, but it's it's been mainly because of some other. It wasn't because it might have been. Oh, you were doing a a theater. Right. That's why I wasn't able to go see it. And it was, okay, okay, yeah. that's right, that's right. Um, but yeah, this was the first time, I think, in a long time. Uh, Just a regular club date. Yeah, a regular club date that, you know, uh, signals got crossed and you weren't able to do it. And uh, I had to perform, share the stage with somebody else. And uh, they weren't you, man. They they, they weren't you. And and, and uh, 
I don't want to come off like an asshole. Lord knows the perception is already there. But um, attention, uh, would-be comics, um, if you are on stage and the crowd is dominating the room more than you, meaning that there are pockets of people holding conversations as though the show hasn't started yet, but you're clearly on stage, you got to get the fuck out the line. You're holding up the line. You're causing traffic. Comedy's not your thing, man. And what's crazy is like this dude who I was working with, it's okay, look, we've all had bad sets. Having a bad set is one thing. But you can't just plow through your material and totally ignore the elephants in the room. Like, you got to know, holy shit, I'm losing the crowd or I'm not getting them in the first place or motherfuckers ain't zeroed in or maybe they laughing at me and not with me. You got to You got to fucking you can't let let the inmates <laughs> take over the fucking jail. Um, no. And this dude I was with, man, I mean, it was clearly like, you know, it was almost like he was in therapy talking to a shrink and the crowd was the therapist. And then my wife and I say, but then my kids, you know, my job. And it's just like this motherfucker was textbook. No frills, no name brand product. These are my setups. These are my punchlines. But don't boom. And my next joke is, oh, it was it was deaf, man. It was deaf. Um. And, you know, it's funny because you say that, and then I came out here to meet you, uh, and I, it's not like I'm killing it this weekend. I'm not, like, tearing the room up, but apparently it must have been bad. If I'm not tearing the room up and you still notice the difference, that's uh, – it must have been bad. For all of you who have been listening to the podcast, <laughs> uh, please know I'm trying my hardest to steer Andy away from this self-deprecation shit. I'm not tearing it up. The moment I get him to put on an all seven button blue suit uh, on some Steve Harvey shit, <laughs> I, my goal is to turn him into full niggerdom. <laughs> then the Jedi, he will go from apprentice to Jedi. Uh, don't say you're not killing it, dude. You, you've been you've been doing your thing, man. I, and we're and we're in front of and listen. Even though this is Schomburg, uh-huh. and and yes, there is some diversity in the audience. It's still predominantly black. Yeah. And again, if if niggas don't like you, they let you know. Yeah. And they like you. Yeah. It's just all I'm saying is I'm not getting that big. Woo-hoo. Dude, uh, here's what here, I'm going to say this. And this is not about me being self-deprecating. Here's the thing. When I go out on a stage right. and I think I'm doing I'm killing it. And then you go out and I hear that next level of laughter. Right. I'm like, I killed it. I bar- I didn't even really make him work. He just went out there and he next level. That's got, fine. I just got the bigger dick. Yeah, that's that's fine. My dick is bigger. But when I but could, you it still works. Yeah, but, and it works well. But in this particular room, I was like, Am I getting him? Do they get? And yes. It was but then you went out last night's show. That first show, you didn't even you weren't in love with it. But dude, that level of laughter, that level of laughter right. in the second that first show last night. Was ridiculous. I'm girthy, nigga. I'm just I'm veiny and girthy, and it's just I'm robust. I, dude, you know, I, I destroy. I shift kidneys over, dude. That that crowd went 
crazy. And they were hit. And I mean, almost to the point where you were frustrated because they were stepping on your jokes at some point. No, it's not they. It's just, you know, like always, there's always the one or two people who feel the need to chime in at the wrong time or hold a woo too long and fuck up your timing. Yeah. So that was irritating me. And I'm listen, I like I like this club. I, I like the people. And in the in the in the giant pool of great audiences, are they in the top ten? Eh. Eh. And I don't even think it's them. I don't like the setup of the room. The room is the room is very the, theaterish. Yeah, and my first night here it hit me weird like i had a hard time the very i didn't like it wasn't a hard time doing the comedy it was i you can't see the people because of the lighting right. in the room you can only see like maybe the first row you're above them you're standing on like the, like the stage is all feels like it's like a, like a like you know like you're an emperor coming out on your balcony yeah. to greet the people below it's like the stage is way too fucking high and 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 it's so far away from the people you it's it, to me it feels like there's no connection no it really it does feel like you're a disconnect and because there's so many different levels in the room like yeah. you, the, you don't, and when I mean levels, I mean I'm honestly talking about levels. They have a a lower level, then they have a side tier, and then a tier above that, and then another right. tier behind that, and then a VIP kind of tier. Yeah, like skybox. It just it's a weird. It, it's it's so I don't know. For me, it just it just feels like uh, it looks unbelievable. It right. looks really nice, but right. it, as far as for comedy, it, yeah, it's a little yeah, off. Yeah, it's almost like when you go to strip clubs and it's all about the lights. They the the owners and the bouncers tell you take your hat off. Uh, they got a dress code, but these bitches is naked, and they got strobe lights, and they think that men come for the ambiance, the strobe lights, and the beautiful stage, and the fucking decor. We come for titties and ass, you know what I mean? And 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 I just don't like it sometimes when it feels like clubs get caught up in their own hype. Yeah. Like you know, we're about the the beautiful makeover that we've done. At the end of the day, the people are there for the jokes, and we just want laughter that yeah, you can hear man, and that you can hear and feel. So, yeah. um, but but it, it, like I said, like you said, it was it's. It, that could be a that could be a very big part of why I'm not hearing what I'm expecting to hear right. or what I want to hear. I'm not even going to say expecting what I want to hear. I would right. like to hear loud, robust laughter going on the whole yeah, time. Yeah, of listen, it always is the best when the roar is so loud you literally feel it hit your body, right? Like a wave. You know that's that's you can't beat that. And when you have to take that little pause, that extra pause. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So. um so yeah, that's all I meant, and I and, and I know I I'm doing fine. I like I like the people. People have been very nice to me coming up to me after the shows. I've sold well here, so it's been it's been a yeah. very great room. How was you were in Phoenix though by yourself, right? I was in Phoenix. I was with Danielle Rawlings. How was that? Well, I told you, I, 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 we were texting back and forth, and I told you I felt like I was getting some side comedy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the main bitch. Yeah, because we've been like it, it's funny. I don't know how people it, people won't understand this, but like you're in a relationship when you go out with someone every yeah, single day. Yeah. Uh, when you're out, you're spending Thursday through Sunday with someone. Right. Uh, it's a relationship. I mean, you 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 counting on the other person. Yeah. You, you want to do some stuff together, and then when you have someone and you're not, and, and Danielle's a great guy, but I vibe differently with you. Like I know yeah, what you want to yeah, do. Yeah, I yeah, kind of yeah. know, and we're both a little. We're both a little different i mean you have yeah, your yeah. things that you need to and he has his things and i have mine so right. but i was in phoenix i got to hang out with my kids for an extra day i got to drive him around but there was this uh i was gonna tell the story i don't know if you if, i thought it was funny because uh i took him to that pizza place i took you to yeah and he, he enjoyed it and he uh grabbed a coke when we were leaving and they have it only in bottles so it doesn't fit in the cup holder real well yeah and i was gonna drop him off at his hotel but before i dropped him off i said hey do you need anything before i drop you off because you know you know where where the club is there's you can't get to a lot of stuff in phoenix right. uh on the downtown 
so I said, uh, he, he said, you know, I could use a pack of cigarettes. And I said, okay, but the only place to get a pack of cigarettes is this Circle K. Where you took me, where we saw the crackhead. Yeah, and that's what I told him. I said, right. hey, man, it's, it's like meth alley. And I just want to let you know. He goes, no problem. I don't care. You know, I, I grew up in the real world, you know. Just, right, right. So we're driving over there. And <clears throat> in downtown, there's a lot of one-way streets, and they're all stop signs. So I went to slow down to stop uh, at the stop sign, and then I went to continue to go. I wasn't paying attention because we were talking. <coughs> it was actually a sign, like a red light. Right. And so as I start to go through it, he just yells, red light, you mm. know, like that. And, uh, and I go, oh, shit, you know, and I slam on my brakes. The Coke goes flying everywhere. And in your car. In my car. Okay. And then, uh, you know, and he looks at me and I go, oh, I go, I'm sorry, man. I just went through the light because I was already halfway into the, and he goes, no, it's not a problem. There's no cars coming. I go, but I was just thinking, how fucked up would have that been if we would have got in an accident and TMZ would have got a hold of that and they would have said, it would have said what happened. They would have said, Danielle Rawlings involved in accident in, in uh, Meth Alley right. with random white dude with coke, <laughs> coke all over car. Right. And right, that's right. I, so I, I was just, I was like, yeah. so I had a good time with it, but it was just, uh, it wasn't then the same. He would have looked like Ashley Larry. Ashley Larry. It would have been an Ashley Larry situation. But it was good. He had good shows. We had a lot of fun. Phoenix, obviously my hometown, that club, Stand Up Live, is a fun club. So. Yeah. Um, are you as giddy about this royal wedding as I as I am? I was I was very giddy yeah, I when could I saw. Give the, a fuck I, when I saw it. I I loved it. I saw yeah. it, I saw a little bit of it. Yeah, it's been a hot rage over Twitter. Uh, uh, it's amazing, man. Like it just the, it, niggas can't catch a break, man. <laughs> the racism that that just it it they can't catch a break. I don't know the names, and we would kind of talk about it in the, in the hallway. There's this one older white dude. I don't know. I think his name. There's an Arsenal, Arsenal or Arcy, something in his name. But he clearly wrote something to the extent, and I'm paraphrasing, something, something with this nigger bitch allowed into the family. Um, and then this other lady, Victoria something, and it's been all over Twitter where people will take her picture, and she looks like uh, – the the, the 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 tales from the crypt keeper skeleton like she's near death and but they'll put her picture up against other women's pictures who are either slightly older same age or a year younger and i've seen everywhere from angela bassett to gabrielle union to angelina jolie and they'll say this woman is only this much older or is the same age or younger than this woman and clearly the beauty difference is ridiculous well, and of course and of, and of course People are saying, hey, man, hatred and bigotry ages the shit out of you. Well, because she said some shit, too, that lady? Did that lady, she, did she talk some shit about? Oh, yeah, 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 because she, she was uh, basically, she put a picture up of, what's the lady's name, the bride? Make, 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 uh, Merkel, make, make, Merkel, Megan Merkel, Megan Merkel, something like something that. Like Merkel's her last uh, name. They put her picture in her wedding gown next to oh, whoever the royalty, his brother's yeah, wife is, yeah, yeah. and both of them look stunning. But apparently, this this ghoul of a woman is saying, you just can't buy class. So, you know, when you read between the lines, you look, nobody's happy about the fact that this white dude is with this black woman. And I tweeted out, look, man, I know she black kind of, sort of. <laughs> but come on, man. If, 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 they, if they have an uproar about that, England would shit itself if he was marrying uh, T'Challa's bodyguard. From Black Panther, the bitch with the bald head. Now that's unapologetically black. That is, we talking black essence 
at maximum strength. And I'm not trying to shit on the broad because she's beautiful. She is. Uh, but, you know, we talking real ethnic now. We talking big nose, full lips, bald hair, and chocolate, chocolate, snicker bar skin. England couldn't handle it. If they can't, ha- if they can't handle uh, cream coffee, they ain't ready for, for Bernie Mac Black. Well, I told you, and you laughed at me a little bit, but like when she, I watch Suits because one of the reasons I watch the show, the Suits, is because mm-hmm. she was on it. I think she's beautiful. Yeah. I always thought this she was beautiful. The, the, the bride. Yeah. yeah. Merkel, I, I, think, I think it's Megan. Megan. I, no, I, I, think it's, I know it's Megan. Okay, so it's Megan Merkel. So I, I, I thought she was beautiful. I never, and this is, this is the funny part to me, and I don't know if anybody else went. I didn't know she was black. I told you I didn't know uh, Colin Kaepernick was black. It just I never, don't know how you, how you don't know Colin Kaepernick's black. It, he's got an Afro and brain. Now, but when he first went into well, the NFL. Well, that shit because they're white boys. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, there, there yeah. Were, and when, I, when he first went into the NFL, I just don't pay attention to shit like that. So for, her, for, for them to get all bet like this, like you just said, she isn't. She, but, but the fact that she doesn't look ethnically black is why they're okay with it. Kind of. Kind of. Is that is that it? That's what I was trying to get kinda. to. Kind of. But she she's definitely black. She looks black when when you when you look at that room of all those white folks from England, she looks black. <laughs> she they had the the I I watched just this little clip and this right. was cracked me up. They had the uh, the, uh, the 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 choir. Yeah. It was an all black choir. Right. And I never l- looked and saw so many confused looking white people <laughs> in my whole life and I grew up around white people, so right. I mean I've had plenty of time to see confused white people. Right. They they looked out of place in the church. Well, supposedly, uh, Megan's family, other than her mother, uh, wasn't allowed to attend. So I think they were kind of comp- trying to compensate by going, look, we let, we got a bunch of niggas in here, though. Of course, they're the help, and they're dancing and singing. Uh, so take of it as you will, but uh, it's just amazing to me, man. Like, niggas just can't get – we were talking about it, like, even in, 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 in England – when you know soccer season is, yeah. is happening, yeah. there have been times when I saw on HBO that that real sports with Brian Gumble, where they did a report about how some of the black soccer players would be on the field, and people in the crowd are hurling bananas on, on the field. You know, you, the Aborigines in, in Australia talk about how they catch hell because of their complexion. Like niggas just can't catch a fucking break. We are just the most hated and disrespected race on the fucking planet, man. Uh. It's be when I when I see that and hear what you're saying, I, I think I did. Are we exporting this racism from the United States, or is this just something that's natural between white people and black people? <sighs> I, I, is it natural? or Is it unnatural? I think it's I think it's I think it's natural between black people and white people, but I think America, black people, white people, is the fucking Nike McDonald's of the shit. I think everything else is a, is an off brand is a is a you know is a softer ver Puma Adidas Reebok but nonetheless the Nike the big bully on the block when it comes to this shit is is American blacks and whites and I think and listen man I think that some of the rest of the world feeds off of that you know because America for so long has been the rest of the world's television. You know, everybody's yeah. always taking their cues from America in terms of hip, trendy, what's now, what to do, what's fashionable, what's cool. And just like that works in good ways, I think it also works in bad ways. I think that some races and cultures just go, well, this is cool to hate niggas, so let me hate some niggas. 
You know what I mean? I, I think it rubs off. I think it's I think it's a couple different things. I think in Europe, um, because it mainly stayed like in Europe, the country, an Italian in Italy, it's Italians. Yeah, they're all Italians. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, I've said that before too. Yeah, yeah I thought so, that. So Germany, it's all, all Germans. Germans. Japan, it's all Japanese. So when, so when, like, especially like in England, which is a bigger melting pot, or like right. France has become a melting pot, the racism would grow because of the insecurity people have with people that aren't looking exactly like them. Right. And Europe hasn't really dealt with that. Like America dealt with it because we all melted, except for black folks didn't melt because. You guys had nothing to melt with because the well, white people we, here took it all away before you had a chance to melt. Well, we don't melt. You know. Them is y'all. <laughs> That's why I need sunscreen and shit. <laughs> Niggas don't melt. Well, I said this before, though. Yeah. Uh, culturally, uh, that's why this is America is a black culture, which people haven't figured out right. yet. This whole culture that is the new stuff is all black culture because uh, it came here without baggage from uh europe this is just what's grown here in the united states and i think that's part of the racism that happened here in the united states and i don't mean i'm not being trying to be uh uh flip about what i'm about to say but it's that thing that uh jimmy the greek said a long time ago where uh black the black folks that came to this country as slaves were bred as slaves and i think Black folks here, the reason... I love you, it. You tread the line, brother. Yeah, I'm treading the line. Line. You are walking to a minefield yeah, yeah, right yeah, now. I, I see it in your face yeah. and your voice. No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to see. I'm going to get it out. That's why athlete, the athletes are... Black athletes in this country are so much better. Right. Because that's... We were bred that way. I'm not saying you were at, at that particular time. 200. Uh-huh. How many uh-huh. years? How many How many hundred years are we going to go back? 200? Steve, if you can, please, please, please... Find the clip of Jimmy the Greek explaining. Trying to explain that. Trying to explain that. The black is the better athlete, and he's bred to be the better athlete because this goes back all the way to the Civil War, when during the slave trading, the big, the owner, the slave owner would 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 breed his big black to his big woman, so that he could have a a big a big a big black kid. Well, they've got everything. If if they take over coaching like everybody wants them to, there's not going to be anything left for the white people. The black is a better athlete to begin with because he's been bred to be that way because of his high thighs. And I don't want this on. I just <laughs> there isn't much left for the white guys. Jimmy didn't have any apologies when he said it. He just lost a career. Right, right, <laughs> right, right, right. So, so, um, and, and you know, t- to the listeners too, uh, they, there's the the funniest shit. On Opie and Anthony, they did a thing where they were talking about the Jimmy the Greek thing, and they played the clip, and then they played a game of let's see how you could say this without getting fired. So <laughs> Patrice, Anthony, and Opie all took a turn trying to say what Jimmy said in the most politically correct way possible, walking through the minefield. And the goal was, if you say the one thing, they'll hit the button. And you're done. And you're done. <laughs> and it's the funniest shit because they're struggling like a motherfucker. And they don't make it past five words because they try to go, uh, the African-American was the, 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 the black. And they would say whatever the wrong word was. But and if they were trying not to, you're fired. So uh, to all the listeners, you got to go to YouTube and type in. Opie and Anthony, Patrice O'Neill, Jimmy the Greek, 
and, and it to find it. It's it's I don't know how long the clip is, but within within that time frame, um, you'll you'll die your ass off. It's it's fucking hilarious, and uh, yeah. So 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 th- so there's that. But I and, and I and. I guess I'll say it this way. And I mean this with all respect. I don't want this on. When that situation occurred, physically, a stronger race was built. A stronger group, an American black race was built. And that's what I, how I see it. So slavery was a good thing? No. And it, it, I think for white people it was. Right, right. But if black people benefited from the mixing of the, I think of, the, I, the, of the black man with the black woman to build higher buttocks... And thicker thighs, and and faster nigger meat. Then that helped us in the world of sports, where now we're rich and we get all the big contracts and we can feed our families, and we're the best physical specimens. So it had to be a good thing. No, no, why? no. Because if you were able to stay in your own country and dominate your part, the part of the world that was that was the black part of the world at the time, you wouldn't be. But then the, there would the, be no black people in football and basketball and. Boxing. Then we go back to playing. It would be a bunch of white people playing like we did in the early days, where it would be Which all all layups and yeah. chest passes. So when you break it down, slavery benefited everybody, <laughs> right? No, I'm not. I'm Surely not. I'm did, not going to do that. No, I'm not going to do no, that. If we really break down what you're saying, it created the athlete for the black people to be able to provide the entertainment for the white people to make it more enjoyable for everybody. So everybody wins from slavery. I don't want this on. No. Because <laughs> there's a little bit more, I guess, to it than just athletics. Right. I remember what, but you know what? I'll say this, and then I'll say this. I'll, I'll go with the, what you're going to go, what, you, what you're saying here. Let me ask you this question, though, in another way, even though saying what you said, was it a benefit? Here's just a question. Uh, if there wasn't slavery, and if blacks weren't moved all over the world, mm-hmm. and at the time... Uh, when it was ma- when the Europeans conquered Africa and and took over South Africa and was all white dominated, and blacks were oppressed in in, uh, in South Africa. Right. If there wasn't the migration of blacks through slavery all over the world, would there at that particular time been a concern to do anything about South Africa in present day, or would it be white? the white imperialists taking over all of Africa. But it is the fact that, that, that because of slavery, blacks were moved all over the, all over the world, that there was a voice to be able to do something about it. Would blacks be in complete uh, control by white if that hadn't happened? That's That's a, it's a weird question, but I'm asking it. If I, if I think I understand the question, uh, you're basically saying would conditions have stayed the same? If, 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 if there hadn't been black people spread out all over the world, just in one region, would that have stayed the same? Would would have the Europeans taken over that area, right. and then would there be anybody that would stand up for? Oh, of course, there would be. Of course. So I, you, I, I, it's uh, you know it's, I, it's 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 just I, I think it's in it's it's in everybody's natural DNA to want to be free and and want to have independence. Yeah, but. And stand up against what's wrong, what's wrong. I stand up against oppression, but yeah. if if no whites are being oppressed and only blacks in that were being oppressed and taken over by uh, white imperials going to other countries and controlling uh, South Africa and controlling all the African nations, right? Would 
that with the white Europeans, the white Americans, would they stand up for what what is obviously wrong? But if there was no blacks outside yeah, of that, yeah, because I, again, I think it works in everybody. You know, you know, obviously, you know, uh, even back in the slave days, there were white people that felt it was wrong. Right. Okay. Um, it just it based on the time. You know, there was just not enough to really make, you know, couldn't get in the way of that. Um, but as things progressed, you know, and thinking changes and, you know, ignorance dies and, you know. Uh, I was just free thinking and having a Kanye moment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I, you know, listen, if it, if it was if it, if it was incapable of change and it was going to stay that way forever, then it would be that way now. Um but I think who was it that says uh, Martin Luther King or somebody said something about how truth bends the the the, the bends. I, I, I butcher it. I don't even fucking. I wish I could quote this right. Something about truth always bending the right way. Moral justice and. Let us realize that the arc of the moral universe is long, but it bends toward justice. It doesn't happen quickly, but it happens because I think you know innately. We all know what the right thing to do is. We all want to do the right thing. Um, but change is scary for everybody, you know, even if it's good change. Um, so, yeah, I don't I don't think it would have ever stayed that way, you know. So then the point is that it's without slavery, we could have been just as we if that never occurred, life would be better. Well, it's speaking to the Jimmy Greek thing. Yeah. Uh, I don't buy any of that theory. You don't buy any of that? No. How do you not buy any of that? In terms of look the- at look at look at the blacks in Europe that were European blacks, smaller, not not the same. Right. And look at there. And I and I say this about white uh, about but white European blacks. You know, they're, what's their sport out there? Soccer. That that doesn't. That's not the same as being an NFL player or or I think to a degree. It's a mentality too with basketball and, and football and like look, do I believe that black athletes are better than white athletes because of something in slavery that happened with black? No, no, that's not what I'm. I no, know, but what yeah. I'm what I'm saying is because that's what he believed. Yeah, okay. Did they um, have a special muscle or something like that? Yeah, that they, a, we have a special muscles. No, and, yeah, and that's because, not what I was saying. No, I, what I do believe is that black people excel in sports better than most white people because it's an it's a it's a it's a means of escape it's a means to get out of the ghetto it's a means to provide for your family it's a means for a better life so th- there's a different hunger there you know what i'm saying yeah like like when you when you grow up in a in a, in a, in a nice neighborhood and you grow up privileged your desire to 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 you don't you don't have the same desire it's like what are you fighting for you know, of course, everybody wants to be successful, but ultimately, you're not fighting to get out of a bad situation because you were never in one to begin with. Your family is fine. Your mother's not living in the projects. Your, your, your family's not living in areas where bullets are flying by and the threat of death at the hands of a, of a, of a, uh, of a crossfire or some kid getting shot, wrong place, wrong time. You're not living in those conditions. So... You know, you take a guy that's hungry and, and that, ha- that needs to, to fight to survive going up against a guy who's never got his hands dirty. I'm putting my money on the guy that's fighting to survive. You know what I'm saying? I, I understand that, but there's also another element to this. Where, and Listen, the only reason why niggas don't 
rock climb and uh, snowboard and and do a lot of them sports, extreme sports that white people do. It's not enough money in it. But you ain't all, gonna get paid to rock climb, no, which you get paid to pay, uh, play in the but NBA. There are black dudes that skateboard. And there are always exceptions okay. to the rule, Andy. Of course, no, but I. But I'm saying predominantly. Okay, I understand with your predominantly theory here, but that's what I'm going to say is okay. Let's say you're right. Listen, I, I don't agree. I've with used you. this example before. Every white woman doesn't have a flat ass, right? I've seen thick, fat. Uh, fat thigh, fat ass white women. There are albino tigers in the wild. Yeah, but that's not the majority. But what what are what are a lot of uh, alignment right now? A lot of linemen are those uh, Samoans. Samoans because they bred together and they make a, a a person that's that size that fits that position Steve, very well. Slowly fade him out and put the Jimmy the Greek thing in again. <laughs> it's true. The Samo- but Samoans fit that position based on history. Uh, what what the black man went through? <laughs> I think I stop you there. Yeah, we need a buzzer. I think you need a buzzer. <laughs> You're already fired. <laughs> we need a buzzer. That's why so many Samoans have been in the offensive and defensive line positions. I wish I could get the numbers to see how many Samoans are in the NFL. There was a lot at one time. I don't know how many is right now. Dude, listen. You, I, I just don't. You you don't think that there's. First of all, I understand what you're saying about coming out of poverty or whatever, because people will gravitate to as a sport. Because, but I'm not just talking about. I don't think that black people to our culture just uh, enhance sports; they enhance every aspect of our culture. Yes. So I, yes. I, I was. We 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 are, the, we are the seasoning to your food. Uh, so that's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is there are a, a, a lot. The reason I think in athletics are so. Uh, dominant isn't because of poverty. I think it is also because of structure of, of who, how we we've, we've matured over years. White people have been like, like when you say there are not every girl has a flat ass. There's a lot of flat asses out there, and if flat ass people keep breeding, keep mating with other flat ass people, there's going to be more and more flat ass people. Okay, look, I, I think okay to what you're saying. Yes, there are certain things culturally that we just have. And, and that's what all races, you know, Asian people, their, their eyes, uh, that's part of Asian culture. That's who they are. That's their makeup. Black people, we are known for having full lips, bigger noses, uh, fatter asses, you know, bigger dicks. It's just part of for what however that just worked out in the in the production of uh, human life in the, in the, in the, in the, in the, in the uh, factory on the assembly line. We we just we were the people that were given that. But then we're also drawn to what we like, and we continue. White people, you guys, you guys have been made to love to eat meat that's bloody and rare. Niggas don't like rare meat. We we like our shit cooked. We like gray. Y'all like pink and red. I don't know why that is. Because that's takes, part of your culture. It takes less time to cook it. Um, I don't think that's it. It's part of it. When y'all like blood, man. No, y'all got it. Y'all got to Y'all got to fix the issue with blood. I still, I still say that as long as we have different attributes that we find attractive in others, right. however it started, that's going to continue to perpetuate ours. That's how. That's what. Why, why, look at the NBA right now. To find a white dude who has size to play basketball, they have to go to Europe now. They don't even make them in the United States anymore. White people are a dying breed, dude. I, y'all, about I, to be, y'all about to be finished. I pointed that out to you at the mall when we were at the mall the other day. And if he lives long enough, when it happens, Paul Mooney's going to be our king. <laughs> I've been waiting for this day, homie. You motherfucker! I have been watching you from my nigga bedroom. 
out of my nigga window. You, you motherfuckers are dying. You are dying. <laughs> it's true, homie. It's true. There's not many of you left. Once Betty White goes, you niggas are finished. Betty White is the last real white person on earth. When that bitch goes, all of you will die simultaneously. She's the mothership. You kill the mother alien, all the other aliens will fall. I'm going to rule all of you motherfuckers. You need to put out a you need to you need to put out a YouTube of you just doing Paul Mooney. That might be a good idea. It that might would, be a, it would be so funny. Like today's racial news and by Paul by, by Paul Mooney. Mooney. That that dude that fuck you. That's that, I think I'm gonna do that. That would be great. I think I'm gonna do that. Today's racial news by Paul Mooney. You could do this. The royal wedding. Ro- 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 yeah, start it right there. The royal wedding. The royal wedding, homie. What do I have to say about the royal wedding? Oh. You know that that there's no way that white boy would have married that bitch that was T'Challa's bodyguard from Black Panther. That big nigga knows! And that black bald nigga hit. White people would be in an uproar. They'd be in an uproar on me. Yeah. I'm going to do that, dude. I like that. I like that. Uh, I think it's worth I think it's worth it. Since we're on the racial note, uh, Josh Denny. Tell you about this comedian, yeah, Josh Denny. Uh, let me quote him. He tweets, "Oh, you motherfucker! You lost Look it. At, oh, okay, here it is. Straight white male has become this century's n-word. It's used to offend. You saw this? Yeah, I did. And diminish the recipient based on assumption and bias." No difference in the usage. Now, this was before I knew he, I, I, I checked his bio and knew he was a comedian. And, of course, I responded back how ludicrous it was given that the N-word and the history of the blood that's on that word. And I'm not going to go into that because I think I've done that before. But long story short, that's just horseshit. And it's stupid to even say that. So much so that every black response that came in echoed what I said. But then I saw Don Cheadle responded back to him and said, nigga, please. <laughs> And then I read the motherfucker's a comedian. And I'm going, dude, if you're a comedian and this is how you think, you're going to have a short life in this comedy game. Because you've already alienated the other black comedians that when they get wind of this and a potential black audience. But even the white comics are gonna, that, that know how ridiculous that is, is going to go, dude, you, you, you're on your own on this one. It's one of the most ridiculous statements I've ever heard. Because to, uh, to be... Because as a white person that's always dominated and we've always had everything, what can you say that is what can you say that could have any effect that that word has? Right. It, it, I, if you don't understand that, then he needs to maybe read or right. He could maybe start with roots. Start with something. <laughs> start with something because because that's that's ridiculous. What, what what would you say a white person's first like? enter into understanding what would be the first thing that you would have them read or look at to really to just like like if you could go up to this guy and give him one thing what would you give him i don't think it's one thing i think it has to be everything you wouldn't give him one place to start i'd give him roots i'd give him selma i'd give him 12 years a slave i'd give him birth of a nation i'd take his ass down to the civil rights museum in memphis i'd give him the autobiography of malcolm x i I, I think that 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 white people that are insensitive and naive and 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 think that all they need to know about black history is Dr. King should have to be forced to sit down and watch 
everything. Because again, I believe that if you are human and you have empathy and sympathy and an honest, God-loving heart, when you get done watching all that, you will walk out of that room going, holy shit, I was wrong. And if you don't, well, then you're just fucking who you are. You know what? I think we can make it easier. I think we just send everybody to the Civil Rights Museum. I think it's more than that, though. And, but, but, and, but they go through that, and if they don't walk out feeling like they need to know more, then you just get rid of oh, them. Oh, feeling like they need to know more. Yeah. But see, that's tricky, though, because that also plays a trip on your mind. So some white people will walk out of there going, holy shit, I feel so bad. That was horrific. I don't want to see no more. Okay. But that- so that's why I'm saying you got you to gotta make them see it all. Okay, I, I see what your point is there. Gotta make them see it all, man. But, because if they think that what they saw is enough, if you think that's enough, then yeah, you, you're not ready. No, you, you got to see it all. No, when you walk out of there, you want to, I think you should have to question everything and you want to see more. You want to know more at that point. Right. Because that's how I, I mean, I walked out, I was hurt, but I wanted to know, like, yeah. I, I needed more. Like, yeah. I wanted. Yeah. Um, something else I want to, I want to quickly talk about. Okay. Uh, this thing, man, I, I saw on, on Twitter this report of a guy who served 27 years in jail oh. for a crime that he didn't commit and was really recently released. Um, with the DNA evidence. With the DNA and evidence. DNA evidence. And I know, I know again, we've, we've, we've gone on this religious kick. But this is another example where I don't believe that God exists. Because they, I, I saw somewhere where his family member said... Yeah, God is good. We prayed every day. So this man had prayed since before the beginning of the trial, during the trial. And I got to imagine, if you know in your heart you didn't do something and you facing jail for murder, that means no freedom ever. You, you're done. You got to be going, oh, Lord, please, God, don't let me. Please. So this man started praying before the trial started prayers weren't answered went through the trial convicted and i'm sure from day one he heard that cell door slam praying knowing i'm innocent come on god come on and here's what the crazy religious nuts slash god people will say and i've heard them say this god may not always come when you call but he's always on time. Black, black people make me sick with this ridiculous amount of loyalty to this myth. So if God was real, on time is 28 years later. God is late. I don't know if God is good, ain't he? All the time. I don't know if God is good, but he damn sure late. 28 years of you. And he went in when he was basically a kid. Yeah. Your youth gone. Your life for 28 years in a cell. No pussy. Does that even begin to make sense? No. No, it doesn't. He's the one that signed. And I'm not saying this because I I need to say this whole thing. He's the one that they coerced into the confession, though. Right. I don't know about. I, I don't know. I, I didn't dive that deep into it. Okay. In if if it's the one that I think it is, here's the here's the worst part. You want to hear the worst part? I have to say it that way. If it's the one that I think it is, black ball dude. Yeah, but yeah, 
Yeah, there was, but it was two guys, right? One went and they found he got released on DNA. This might be another one. This is what's really sad. I have to say, if it's the one that I think it is, that means that there. How many? How many of these stories, dude? I just saw today on uh, one of these stars cable channels. They got a series coming out called Wrong Man, and it's it's a, it's exactly about that where they go through about three different cases per episode of guys who are in jail that shouldn't be in jail. No, it's it, and it's all eyewitness testimony, and we're find they're finding out that eyewitness testimony, people <clears throat> see what they want to see, or right. remember it the way that they want to see it. That's right. a better way to say it. Right. And it's it's it, 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 it seems like there's a lot of people that were in jail for right uh, shouldn't be in there. Uh, I got a couple of things though for you too. I wanted to tell you this because I know it's one of your favorite podcasts, and we 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 ran some of it this last mm-hmm. week. The 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 pussy podcast. Right, and uh, we also put that all. We also put all of our podcasts on uh, YouTube, mm-hmm. so that uh, people who get YouTube can also see it. It does. It just has a picture of us. But did it's, you guy ever call you back about the animation? I, I got some more information for you about that. All yeah, right. uh, it's not being played in Canada. What's not our pussy podcast? It's now being played. It's not. They want. Oh. Uh, they took it off. They took the YouTube off of YouTube Canada. Why? Because we use the. Uh, What's the song that we used in Marvin there? Marvin Gaye? The Marvin Gaye song. Uh, they took it off. Nowhere else has taken it off. We have songs and other things. But something about your pussy podcast has made uh, Canadians uncomfortable. Sorry. And so that, that, one, Sorry. that one was taken off. Really? In, Can- in Canada. Nowhere else. Just in Canada. Well, where else is it? Well, here in the states and wherever right. else they pick up, you know, oh, wherever okay. there's YouTube all over the world. Yeah. So whatever, well, not every country, but right. Uh, so that's that. That I thought was. Where uh, do you go to YouTube to see the podcast or hear it? You just go on YouTube and you type it in, and it comes up, and you can listen to it off YouTube. And what's the? Is it the cartoon? It's is our it, cartoon, oh, our really? picture, oh, our cartoon shit. picture. Um, Are there a decent amount of uh, views? Yeah, yeah, yeah. People pick it up off there who don't have like podcast apps or something like that. Right, right. Um, and the other thing that I just noted on here that I want to tell you, um, and, and we're going backwards because we're talking about being in the Midwest, there's something I noticed about the Midwest. I don't like a lot. Of, I, I'm going to be really honest. I'm not a big Midwest guy. Mm-hmm. But there is something I like about the Midwest that I, I, I noticed today, uh, this week. No skinny jeans on dudes. I didn't even look for that. I just noticed it. I was in the mall today, and I noticed that they just wear like regular jeans. Right. And when we were in L.A., all those dudes had right, those right. super skinny Hmm. Like almost looking like they were laying, wearing leggings, right? Because they need to show that they've been into the gym, right? Right. Yeah, I, I didn't even. Uh, yeah, look what look today when that. you walk around, no skinny jeans. But the people, majority of people in the mall. I mean, again, this is the suburbs. This is white town, isn't it? Yeah, but I mean, usually white guys wear tight jeans. Yeah, it's the white guys. Most no black dudes is rocking the shit out of skinny jeans too. Yeah, not in not in abundance, but they they rocking them too. Just yeah, uh, I didn't see any skinny jeans. No. I was very happy about that. I don't like skinny jeans. On dudes. Right. I mean, even if you were in the best of shape, you wouldn't rock them? No, wear jeans. You can wear je- 501 jeans. Those are tight enough. I mean, how tight do you need your fucking yeah, jeans? Yeah, I just, you know. I, again, I always said it. Nothing as a man should show the outprint of your thighs. You should show what your thighs look like. I was going to give my racist thought of the day, but I think I've already done it with the Jimmy the Greek. No, let me hear it. Um, I realized why I don't use... Uh, I don't use lotion. You remember you commented on me not using my lotion. Right. Because working with you on the road, I shake a lot of black dudes' hands. And so I get enough lotion that I can I, – I, I have enough 
Ooh. <laughs> I have enough. You get, you get black man lotion residue. I do, that I can and you use that. that. I just rub it on my elbow oh, and on my on the back of my great. hands. And, uh, Speaking of which, dude, I I I, I saw on Twitter uh, where this uh, white dude. The, the story was he was a waiter, and he didn't get tipped by some black people. I mean, zero. Where the tip line was, they wrote a circle with a line through it. Um, and he tweeted or he showed he took a picture of the bill with the no tips on two separate different bills. Same thing. Circle line, circle line. And he tweeted niggers because he was that upset. So this black chick and him were arguing and something about she said something about how white people y'all need suntan lotion to keep from burning. And he said something that was really racist, but I got to it was funny. He said, black people, y'all get ashy because you dip your elbows in the ashtrays. It just made me laugh, man. It just made me laugh. Um, and listen, black people tip, man. Come on, man. Oh, you you want you want the come on? I'm a, man. I, I was a server. I can give you this. And, and listen, I, I go out of my way to tip good because I know that that shit that stereotype exists. I'll over tip because I don't want I don't want I don't want to keep that going. I, I can give you what the answer is on this one. I think I think I have this one figured out because I, ser- I I served and I was uh, I worked at a lot of different restaurants. And what it is, and you said this before, a lot of restaurants you go to, it's all white, it's all white people in the restaurant, and there's a few black people. So if you get some no tipping in the white folks, but you have a hundred black customers and you have three, uh, I mean, sorry, a hundred white customers and you had three black customers that day, and one of them didn't tip. That's what you remember, even though you might have had uh, the same percentage wise, you might have had some bad tipping in the uh, on the white uh, from the white crowd. But you just remember the black dude. I got to tell you, you guys do have it the worst because you guys do because it's it's like it's like if you can see I can't see white people. It's because there's so many of us. I don't see white people coming, but all white people see black black people coming. Mm. And I think it's to the point. That there's so many white people. That's how black people look at it too. They, they, you, because you, you said, I said, do you check and see how many black people are in the place that you go? And you go, right. yeah, I count them. So right, right. that's, yeah, you guys got the worst. I'm gonna be honest, you got the worst. But but just so I know, there are bad white tippets though, right? Fuck yeah. Oh okay. The, and the worst are women. Really? Yeah, because women aren't used to paying for shit. And here's where we get into this inequity of how women talk about how men, and we need to look, okay, women, so I'm going to be honest. I'll throw this out to you. I don't want this on. You don't pay for shit because you're not used to paying for shit. And maybe you are. Maybe you are someone who goes out and you pay and you earn your money and you happily go out and you pay for your check and you put the tip on there. Mm. But I'm going to tell you a lot of women are used to going out to a place Right. And you can hear women say it all the time. Oh, yeah, we'll just go to the bar. We don't have any money. We'll wait for some guys to buy us drinks. Dudes know how to tip because they have to pay for shit. Women don't know how to tip. It is the scariest thing when you see a group of, of women that are all married, and you can tell that they're, they're, they have done well. They've married well. Right. And the check comes to them because we know they don't know how to fucking tip. Dude, one of my favorite movies about waiting was waiting. That movie was with Ryan Reynolds. That shit is hilarious, dude. It, it is really close to that. Yeah, like I would really love to do that kind of a comedy with just a bunch of funny people setting a in a in a situation like that. And again, it was one of those brilliant movies because you talk about a way to not have to spend a lot of money, 
other than that, the whole movie taking place in the restaurant, there's the ending where they have the party in the apartment. But other than that, or at the house, but other than that, the whole fucking thing takes place right there. That uh, that was that's that's what put me on to Ryan Reynolds, and that's a funny, pretty motherfucker, dude. And that's the part of the movie that I like the least. I don't know what it is about <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. You said it. You said he's too good looking. He's too good looking. I know that's what it is, and it bothers me. It really upsets me that he even bothers me. Right. But he's such like a like I. He's such a funny guy. And he can right. he can act funny. Right. And he he does great in the greatest sarcasm, man. And I hate him because he's you're not allowed to be funny and, and good, looking. good looking. No, you're not. <laughs> it fucking pisses me off so bad. Come on, man. You can't have everything. I bet he has a huge dick too. All that. I bet he has all of it. <laughs> I bet he got every he like when I believe when you're like gonna like if there is a god I believe you have to like it's like go into a store and you get in line for the shit you want like right. your soul gets in line right. well I'd like a big dick this time when I go down to earth and I would right, like right, right. I would like to be like uh, smart or whatever you right. and you get in these lines and you have so much time to get what you want right and some of these motherfuckers get in line and get too much shit and I I, I must not have been paying attention because I ask you a anything. question if 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 you could have a conversation with God on your next go round in life. And he goes to, you got to pick one or the other. You could either have a massive cock, but you're going to be broke as fuck. Or you can have Bill Gates money, but you rocking a baby's dick. And that's erect. Which do you choose? You're going to choose the money because you can get whatever you want when you have the money. So you're going to buy your fake orgasms from women. Yeah, because that's the only thing in your life that's going to be fake. You're going to be able to get anything else you want. I, I mean, I mean, the dick is small. You can't even get a stroke. I mean, when you touch the why, when how, you touch the lips, you're already in. Why do you have to make it like it's a, like it's a decapitated dick? Like it's, it's, that's what it is. Bill Gates money, forty billion. You know how you know how God fucks you on this deal? How you fall in love with a girl with a small pussy and she can't fucking hate you? There's your no dick. such thing as a small pussy. Yeah, that's an infant. No. Some girls have to, their pussies come in different sizes. No, they don't. They stretch in terms of being able to take the cock. But pussy. And guts come into play. Some women can't take a huge dick inside of them because they, uh, they get shit moved around. There are dicks that are uncomfortable. Even, even on the Pussy Podcast, she talked about dicks being uncomfortable. That's motherfuckers with circus dicks. Like that's, you said that's, a huge dick. I'm, I'm talking about, motherfucker, you are, you are, you are a freak. You know, you walking around with a horse's uh, package. But if you know, at one, see, it's hard to say because, like, I'm I'm way bigger than average, but I'm not monstrous. I'm you know, I'm close to to offensive. I'm a Jewish guy with a Jewish guy dick. What does that mean? Is it automatically small? No, they're just average. Let me pull my shit off. So I'm sure. <laughs> oh shit! Before we wrap this up, uh, let's talk about the Chicago cuisine. Okay, but wait, before we go back, I just want: Did you ever see any of those uh, uh, Japanese uh, game shows where they like hang their dick out or they put their ass out? And yeah, no, they do it? weird shit. They have to do all that to say. Yeah, they 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 do weird shit. Them Japanese motherfuckers <laughs> is wild. Okay, okay, we'll go back to the um, uh, to the food. Chicago cuisine. The big deal here is the deep dish. Yeah. And you've had New York. Yeah. Deep dish in New York. Dude, I'm a New York. I'm a thin crust dude. I'm a New York pizza dude. I like the New York pizza. I do too. 
But goddamn, dude, that that where do we go? Al Luminati's. Luminati's. Luminati. Lou. No, it's not Luminati. It's Luminati's. Lou Malnati's. Yeah, Lou Malnati's. Chicago deep dish. Jesus, you know what makes it is the buttery crust. Yeah, you could taste the butter in the crust. Well, those old those old pans that they use. That's it. I mean, the flavors cooked into that shit. Right. It is good, but let me ask you this: if you're if you're just day to day, you just want to grab a slice. That's not the slice I'm grabbing. That's a meal. That's a dinner. That's a. It's not the same as grabbing a slice of pizza. Um, I can't eat that shit for lunch and go work or go to work. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Um, and you know, uh, again, how New York's known for thin slice pizza and uh, Chicago deep dish and Philly cheesesteaks, but. You, if you come to Chicago, it's it's a it's a must have. I don't even know if they do. They you think they even make thin crust pizza here in Chicago? Yeah, they do. They do. There's some place. Yeah, and right. I think they even might have it there. They might have had it. Right. Uh, but what's cool about this is the legacy of their deep dish. I mean, because that's the, those are uh, Giordano's is kind of one of the. And I have never tried that, and I want to try it. And then uh, Lumanati's, however you say that. Lumanati's. Yeah. He uh, he came from. Uh, uh, Giordano's, and so did uh, Gino's East, which is another. Which if you can have all of those, but we didn't get to go to this one that your uh, that the manager here was telling us to go check. Yeah, out. and what, do you know? Remember the name of it? And and, and to Chicago be honest with you, Grinder. To be honest with you, uh, I don't know that I wanted to go because based on what I saw, what he showed me, it was like a pizza pot pie. Yeah, it looked pretty. It looked pretty good though, dude. It looked I, pretty you good. know, nah. Listen, I, I'm, again, you talking to a New Yorker. Who you know? We take pizza serious, and we don't like to break from tradition, which is why I can't stand sons of bitches to put pineapple on pizza. How dare you? Uh, you need to be smacked in the face with a hot iron. Uh, pizza's only supposed to be done a couple ways, and you know, from what I saw, it just looked like gluttony. Just a bowl of just once you crack the, the crust off the top, it looked like it was just cheese, sauce, and pepperoni, like a soup. All encased in, in bread. It, it, it's some about it. Just my spidey sense was tingling, man. I don't know. I would. I would like to try. It. It's called Chicago Pizza and Oven Grinder Company, and you can look it up on the internet. It, it's pretty cool because they have a video of what it looks like. I would have tried it. I, it's just that we we were in Chicago on. It was supposed to be decent weather, and we were here, on, and it turned out to be a rainy weekend. Yeah, and then the traffic is was a fucking nightmare. So. For us to have gone to that place would have taken an extra 20, 30 minutes and then right, 20, 20 minutes. minutes back. And yeah. So uh, we had to cut our losses. But I'm glad we did because I, I was iffy. I was iffy. The other thing for me, though, that's just as important, not just as important, but it's pretty important. I have to have Coke. I can't have Pepsi. Mm. We've been going to that place uh, after, after the shows. Yeah. And they have Pepsi. And it just it bugs the shit out of me. It doesn't taste right. It doesn't taste the same. So I feel about pineapples on pizza. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah, I gotta have, I gotta have Coke. If you want to sponsor this podcast, they ain't gonna sponsor this shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's family shit. We Dude, we might, about pussy. We might as well get like a pussy like a porno, yeah, porno company, yeah. like yeah, Trojan condoms. You know, oh, we could get one of those uh, the what, what uh, black on white. Porno companies that, that always have the black dude fucking the white chick. Right, yeah. That, w that would probably fit into our demo. Speaking of sausages, <laughs> uh, 
We also went to Portillo's. Yeah. Uh, and because I thought, you know, I didn't know that Italian beef was a big Chicago thing. Yeah. So we had some soaked Italian beef. And for those of you who don't know what this is, it's a roll with Italian beet, beef. Sliced in. Sliced in. Totally drowned in aju sauce. Yeah. They dipped the whole bread. The whole thing. It's a soggy mess. Um, and I, I liked it. I, I, I liked it. Um, I like it a lot. But then they also had Italian sausages, which I absolutely, absolutely love because it reminded me of Joyzy, you know, the, those the Italian peppers, you know, sausage and peppers and onions. And, and, you know, every every year in New York, they shut down, not exactly Times Square, but this, the, that long strip where if you were to stand in the middle of Times Square and work your way up towards the park, when you get into the 50s, they shut the whole street down. Yeah. And just it's all those uh, Italian vendors, and they got the fucking the sausage, and they they're cooking the Italian, and the, 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 again it's some about the bread, bagels, cheesesteak rolls, hoagie rolls. It's some about something in the water. Yeah, it makes the bread special. So between the sausage and the bread, the onions and the peppers, and a little bit of hot sauce, man, I felt like I was back in Jersey. It was delicious. I like that more than the Italian beef. I, I mean, I like that, but I just I grew up uh, with my dad always making sausage and peppers, and I yeah. like it, I like his so much that. It, but it's still good, and for me, it's a little weird because I live in Phoenix, and Phoenix has like a Chicago, uh, because the Cubs play out there for Cactus League. So all these restaurants that are kind of iconic out here, we have them in in Phoenix now. We have right. a, a Portillo's, we have a, a the Lou Malnati's that I never say right, and the Gino's East. We have we have that all. It's open. But up you said there. it's not as good. It, 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 it's the water situation. Like, water is different from every place that you go. Right. Uh, the pH and all that stuff is yeah. different. New York got that good subway water. Uh, yeah, it runs through, it you know, runs through with the, the rats in it. The rats. the rats have to swim in it for yeah. a while to make it good. <laughs> but uh, it, it's as good. It's just there's a little – you could just tell the pizza I don't think is as good. I just think it bakes up differently out here. Right. Uh, but the pizza is still solid. It's good pizza. Yeah. But I enjoyed coming out here because I got the authentic taste. Yeah. And it was, it was on point. The Portillo's, it was about about the same. It was about the same. They have mm-hmm. that, that roll that they use here. Right. Uh, the au jus. I think the au jus was just a little bit better out here. Just a yeah. little bit. But it was still good. Everything was yeah. good. Yeah, no, it was good. It was good. Uh, and then next week, we're in Dallas, right? Yeah, what do you, what do you eat in Dallas? Uh, you know, I don't, really, I don't really have anything. Isn't that what you we're know, doing? Oh, I tell you what. and I, I, gotta, I, I, you know, I know what. I'll get it. I promise you I'll find it. Once upon a time ago... Uh, but wait a minute. Is that the? See, if we're at, at if we're in Addison, right? Yeah. Is that where we had that see, that that like pasta occasion kind of style place? There was some oh, seafood geez. place that we like had some. It was a bar, but it had like that. It had bar food, but I thought it was like kind of Cajun style in Dallas. In in, in uh, Addison. Because if this is Addison, is this the one with the dueling piano? Yeah. Okay, then nah, we, I thought we were going to be in Irving. Well, maybe maybe, maybe still. Anyway, I got a, my, my boy, uh, Red Rock, who used to play for the Cowboys. Um, he actually has a picture in his house when Emmett, what was it? What did Emmett do? He scored his whatever yard. Uh, I'm not a football dude, but he, he broke some record. Um, and Red picked him up and put him over his shoulder. He has a picture in his house. My boy Red Rock, I'm sure, will know. Uh, there's a place, a, 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 a soul food cafe okay. in Dallas. This how this how soul food this shit is. They serve chitlins and Kool-Aid. We're going. Chitlins, 
Only the realest niggas eat chitlins. And it's pronounced chitterlings. But you know, black folks, chitlins, baby. You know who would eat these chitlins? T'Challa's bodyguard. <laughs> you don't think that? You don't the, think? They, let that bitch bring that to the royal wedding. You don't think it was served at the royal wedding? Man. You don't think there was, a, think there was any. Chitlins and Kool Aid? Do you think they had Kool Aid? Do you think they at least brought out some Kool Aid? No. 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 <laughs> Black Eyed Peas? They drink Hollandaise sauce with crepers <laughs> and, a, and a wine glass. But this place serves chitlins and Kool-Aid, dog. We, we got to go. My stepdad was big on chitlins. You, have, you ever had chitlins? Uh-huh. I want to like it. But I, I think that's the one thing on the pig I can't fuck with. It has a, it has a real taste to it. Does it really? You yeah. like it? Uh, no. I, I, right. I can't get past it. The smell? Most people can't get past the smell. Yeah, I can't get past it. It's it's okay. it's a lot to it's a lot to deal with. My dad made me eat everything. He made me eat pig's feet. I don't know if I've told this on the podcast, but it, 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 but I'll say it again. Uh, and, and if you're a late listener, then it's just as good for you. Um, Al Roker was doing a report. Did, do, do I ever tell this uh-huh. on uh, what's that show he's on? NBC. Good, good, whatever it is. The, the morning Today show. show. Today show. Today show. Yeah. And he was somewhere in, I think, Kansas City doing a report at one of those annual barbecue festivals. And it's just people with booths cooking all kinds of pig and shit. And so he's signing off and he goes, and I want to let you know that here at the annual pork festival, they are literally cooking every part of the pig. And I've pretty much ate every part of the pig. But in one booth, they're even making barbecued pig snout. And that's where I draw the line. I'm Al Roker. <laughs> and he did it in that news delivery. It was fucking great, man. It was fucking great. I loved it. Uh, but next week, chillin's a Kool-Aid, baby. Okay. Do you, uh, before, but I want I want we were talking about something be off air, and I want to ask you this question. It doesn't need to be the whole thing said. Uh, skinny Al Roker or heavy Al Roker? Which one did you like better? Uh, it's always just something cuddly about a fat motherfucker. I don't, I don't know that he looks comfortable in that. In that, motherfuckers that lose a lot of weight seem to still keep that head. Yeah, and it looks weird. Like Rick Ross has lost weight, but he's still got that Rick Ross fat man head. Uh, Star Jones, uh, <laughs> fucking, who looks the worst is Sharpton. Yeah, there was uh... Sharpton looks like. Uh, Star Jones had cancer, nigga. But okay, but to Sh- Sharpton's credit, though, he never looked good either way. No, he used to have that Jerry curl. That yeah, was... No, it wasn't a curl. It was a perm. Okay, it was a perm. <laughs> Very d- big difference. Yeah. Okay. He had the perm and the big chain with the medallion and the jogging suits. <laughs> it was ghetto Al. That was we don't put this nigga on TV with white folks, Al. I I wonder how many people like younger people that don't know that Al that re- right. that Reverend Al right. And you know, see him now, and be, and wouldn't understand anybody saying, but you don't know. Oh, and that was back when <laughs> the the Tawana Brawley shit popped off, and he was just the the leader. He, he was trying to position himself to be our new leader. Like we had Martin, Malcolm, to a far less degree, who who wasn't really a vocal leader like that. Medgar Evers, he was more of a behind the scenes guy. And then we starting to really get watered down. Jesse Jackson, keep the coalition alive. Keep hope alive. And Al was trying to, but listen, we can't have niggas with perms and jogging suits represent us. 
It was never going to happen. Dude, uh, my earliest memory of uh, racial tensions was because of Jesse Jackson, and he went after the Rolling Stones mm -hmm. because uh, he didn't like the song uh, Brown Sugar. Mm. This is from the man who Eddie Murphy did the famous skit on SNL, Jaime Town. Yeah. Don't let me down, no, no. Don't let me down, Jaime <laughs> Town. We're going to be on the coalition of Catfish to Guilt the Fish. It was great. That, it was it was fantastic. Yeah. No, I, but that's that. That's my earliest memory is is uh, was uh, Jesse Jackson, and he was he was fired up. He, yeah, he, he didn't. I don't think that his platform got started because I think maybe I don't know. He was there. He was he, he was, was there. there. He was there. Je Jesse, I don't know that Jesse came off as genuous, or that people felt him like they felt Martin and Not Malcolm. At all, yeah. Uh, God damn, boy, it was nice to 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 have you back. This, this, is, this is what it's like. God damn, you stay away this long again. I might kiss you in the mouth. <laughs> I might. I'm not leaving then, so <laughs> we don't need that to happen. Uh, I was gonna throw one more thing at you, and I forgot what it was. Ah, uh, I forgot what it was. Oh well. well, we we five minutes over anyway. Yeah, I know. Uh, bup, 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 bup. Ari Spears official is the Instagram. Ari Spears Twitter. Ari Spears is the Twitter. Ari Spears Facebook, uh, Ari Spears Pandora, um, and I think that's fucking it, man. I'm Andy Steinberg. You can find me at andycomedy.com. All my social media is in the upper right-hand corner. I like uh, my Instagram the best right now. But uh, and I don't, I'm not even going to ask anybody to buy a shirt because I sold so many shirts in Chicago. What the fuck are you doing? I don't even need you to buy a shirt. What the fuck are you doing? I'm, I'm, Sell the fucking shirt. I'm daring them to not buy my shirt. Oh, God. Don't buy my shirt. We'll shake this motherfucking podcast up. You wanted it. I threw it <laughs> out gonna there. You're going to make it special, baby. All right. All right. All right.